Welcome to the Friends with Money podcast, brought to you by Money Magazine, creating financial freedom for Australians since 1999. Hello and welcome to the Friends with Money podcast, your weekly pod to help you save and make more money. My name is Michelle Baltazar and I'm the editor-in-chief here at Money Magazine. Thank you for joining us. Now, last week, we did an episode on how to have an epic retirement. And you guys loved it so much that we thought we'd follow it up with another great episode on how to save more for your future through your superannuation. It's all part and parcel of our current Love Your Super campaign. Now, those of you who started listening to us from day one of Friends With Money would have heard us cover some of the same facts we're covering today. But this time, we are going to expand our conversation to include revealing these figures from ASFA, a leading superannuation body, on what kind of money you do need to budget for once you decide to quit full-time work. Yep, I've got a date for that. Quitting full-time work, yes. Retiring, yes. And more on that later. We also want to switch the conversation from talking about super as if it is a lump sum retirement nest egg, but rather as a source of regular income. To delve into this topic of using super as a source of regular income when you do retire or maybe part retire is Virgin Money Super General Manager Christopher Sozu. Christopher, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Now, Christopher, let's start with the basics. Why is super such a powerful way to save for your future? I mean, look, super was designed for this specific thing, saving for your future post-retirement, and it gives you an incentive uh, to do so. And that incentive is a lower tax rate for both your contributions into the super system, as well as your earnings in the super system. All right, let's take that just a step back. What do you mean by contributions and also be your earnings? So I think the best way to answer this is to draw parallels with a bank account. So if you think of contributions, think of it as the deposits you make into the account. Now, most working Australians, they get a percentage of their salary uh, deposited into their super account by their employer at a rate of 11%. And that's the current, what we call super guarantee or SG. You can also make additional contributions or deposits to your account to help grow your balance faster as you would in a savings account. So in short, contributions are the deposits you make uh, into the account. Now, when we look at earnings, Earnings is equivalent to the interest you earn on contributions you make to your account. Now, with super, your balance just doesn't sit there. It's invested in things like shares, property, and other asset classes. And these investments, they make returns, either through changes in value of the investment or through payments through uh, such as dividends. And collectively, we refer to these as the earnings. And so over time, not only does your super balance grow through the contributions you make to it, but also through the earnings that the investments make. It's kind of a win-win. You are getting uh, savings through your contribution, but on top of that, those same contributions are working extra hard for you through those earnings. So that sounds really good. And thanks for giving such an easy to understand explanation. Now, you mentioned there that this is within super and everyone knows that superannuation is taxed at 15%. So that's one five. Why does that matter? Look, when you invest outside of super, then the earnings you make on that investment will be taxed at your personal tax rate. Now, an Australian earning the average salary of $89,000 has a tax rate of 21.8%, excluding the Medicare levy. So for $1,000 of earnings, 
you will pay $218 in tax. For an investment inside of super, where earnings are taxed at 15%, then $1,000 of earnings will be $150 in tax. Now, that difference may not seem like a lot, but when you apply that to 20, 30, 40 years of an investment horizon and also to all the earnings over that and then compound it, that can make a really big difference in what you have at the end by investing in super as opposed to investing outside of super. I think I can add to that. There are some statistics out there that say, for example, you are in your 20s and you've got a a modest superannuation balance of, say, 6,000. So you calculate that you're really looking at savings of maybe 120 bucks or something along those lines. But once you are in your 70s, for example, so as of this year, you are looking at an average of $240,000 in your um, superannuation balance or your bank account, like you said. And that's when it gets really powerful. Now, going back to earnings, because we obsess about earnings here at Money Magazine, you don't necessarily get great returns every year. And I know that we have listeners out there who would have like read newspaper articles about Armageddon and your supers losing money and all of that. Can you just give some context around what that means in the long term? You're correct. And most investments, you know, returns vary year on year. And look, most super funds offer you a choice of how you invest. And so, you know, a high risk investment option or higher risk investment option that invests in things such as shares and property they will have periods of negative uh, return as compared to a more lower risk investment such as cash. Now, remember, super is a long-term investment. For most people, they get a super account when they start their first job at, let's say, the age of 18, and then they don't draw down on that until they reach retirement age of 67. So that's nearly 50 years. I mean, that is long-term. And history shows that the high-risk investments will, over an extended period of time, produce returns that far outweigh any negative returns you will experience through that time period. And that is why, you know, an advisor will say to you, don't panic in a down market, ride the wave if you are invested indeed for the long term. Yes, don't panic. Um, Unlike me, when I looked at my um, share trading account uh, a couple of weeks ago and I'm going, oh my goodness. But that is the up and down of the markets on a daily basis or a monthly basis. But I really want to stress this because here at Money, we do our Love Your Super campaign. Super is long term. And I remember when the Australian share market index was like at 4,000 points. And now it's at 7,000 points. Who knew, right, that it would even get to 7,000? So that's that's a really good tip there on how over time it just kind of evens out. Now that we have established how a typical superannuation fund balance grows over time, I now would like to ask you, before we even get to the idea of viewing super as an income, is there a, a magic number how much do you really need when you reach retirement age so that you don't feel nervous if you know that you're not going to get that paycheck next month? There's no real magic number. And the answer to that is it depends. And the starting point is understanding what your expectations are of your lifestyle in retirement, what's important to you, how you want to spend your time. And as scary as it sounds, how long you expect to live post-retirement. Now, once you understand your lifestyle, that you want to have, 
and for how long, then you can figure out what you need from your super. You know, as a guide, the Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia, or, or ASFA for short, they estimate that to live a comfortable lifestyle in retirement, a couple would require an income of approximately $70,000 per year. An individual would require an income of approximately $50,000 per year. Now, this equates to a super balance at retirement of a combined $690,000 for a couple or for a single $595,000. Now, there is other groups out there that estimate different numbers. You know, we know that the super consumers of Australia, you know, they come up with their own figures based on ABS research on what retirees actually spend. And they estimate a super balance of retirement at 402 for a couple, 402,000, I should say, for a couple, and 302,000 for an individual, assuming that they don't pay rent or mortgage. Those feel like realistic numbers. And may I add, here at Money Magazine, we did our own number crunching because we really wanted to dispel the myth around the fact that you need a million bucks to retire comfortably. But like I said, you know, what do you mean by comfortable um, varies depending on your exactly own lifestyle. Right. Yeah, yes. exactly right. All right. Thank you for that. Now, let's go back up to talking about that little point you just made about depends on one, what your lifestyle needs are, but two, whether you own your own home or you have assets versus someone who's still renting out and retiring at the age of 67, which is as of this year, the time you can withdraw your um, super. Yeah, that's right. And so if, if you are renting and you do retire before the age of 67, uh, whether that's voluntary or involuntary, you do need to factor that into your, your, your calculation. So, you know, a comfortable life, lifestyle for someone who is renting versus someone who isn't renting means they're going to need more money to cover the rent. And so they'll need a greater income, they'll need a greater balance. Uh, if you are fortunate to be in home ownership, then, um, you know, you need a lower income to sustain that. Mm. And and you can do some rough calculations. So, for example, if it's $700 per week of rent, that's 2800 times 10. So you're looking at an additional $28,000 of income roughly. Per year. Per year. Okay. Now, is it true that I need more in super as people live for longer? Because I'm told that anyone who's in their 40s now can live well into their 90s and still playing tennis. I think it's a well-accepted fact that Australians are living longer and that, you know, according to the Australian Institute of you know, Health and Welfare, women who are 65 today are expected to live to 88 years old and men who are 65 today are estimated to live to 85 uh, years old. And, you know, that will continue to change as, you know, we advance in medicine and other things. So as I mentioned earlier, thinking about how long you expect to live and how long you want to maintain an active uh, retirement lifestyle because not always, you won't always be active in retirement and therefore you need to fund an active retirement lifestyle. That's where you want to uh, think about that from a super balanced perspective and income perspective. I want to talk now about our listeners who are thinking about where they are with their super. They've checked their balance. It's a six figure if they're in their 50s or 60s. But how can you tell if you're on track with your retirement? Look, most super funds offer you tools and calculators to estimate how much super you might need to retire and then how you're tracking against that. 
on the Virgin Money Super public website, you can find our retirement income calculator. It is a great tool. It asks you a whole number of questions. It helps you give an indication of what you might need for retirement, how long your super is expected to last, and how you're tracking against that. So my short answer is use your super fund. They've got the tools available for you. I shall do that. Okay, so let's fast forward to the day I turned 67. Hint, hint, that's um, millions of years away. And I couldn't wait to cash out my super. Do I just withdraw the money as I would in a bank? Look, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. But I believe that most advisors would recommend that you don't do that. So, you know, in the superannuation system, there are two types of accounts. There's the accumulation account, and that's what we spend most of the time talking about. That is the phase of the process where you are contributing to and growing uh, your balance. And we know that there's a 15% tax incentive during that phase. Then there is the pension phase. So once you reach retirement age and you convert your account from a super account, from an accumulation account to a pension account, well, that's when you kick over to the zero tax rate. That means that any earnings that you earn on your balance, once you convert it to a pension phase account, uh, attracts a 0% tax. And that means that your super would last longer than if you withdrew it and invested it outside of super. Can we do it now? Just 0% on my um, earnings? Zero tax, I mean. I love you, ATO, if you're listening to this. I'm just joking. Can we just take a step back? I know that people are familiar with the term superannuation, but not really the idea of it turning into a pension account. Yeah. So, so pension phase just means that you are no longer contributing to your fund uh, and that you're starting to draw down on it to fund your, your, your lifestyle. So you've reached retirement age, you've converted it to pension phase and you're treating it as a source of income and you're withdrawing money to fund your lifestyle. So you're withdrawing your $70,000 a year, but you might be doing that not in a lump sum, but once you get like a, like your salary, like your wage. So you keep it still in your super fund. You're, you're not taking you're it not out. not taking it out. Yeah. It's just changed from what would be an accumulation account, an account that you can add to, uh, into a pension account, an account that you so draw down from. Now, what this means is, is that your balance should last longer if it's invested in the system as opposed to out of the system. An example of that would be, assuming you retire at the age of 67 with $595,000 in super, a 5% return on your balance will create earnings of $29,750 tax-free. Now, if you took your money out of super, invested it the same way, then uh, you, know, you got that 5% return, then your return would be $27,555 after tax. So there's about a $2,000 difference there. Now, I say approximate because when you're outside of super, there are other things to factor in, such as do you have other investments and other earnings? And does that change your marginal tax rate? There's, you know, whether you're eligible for the seniors and pension tax offset. But in any event, you will be better off from a tax perspective, keeping it in super and investing it through there and drawing down as you need it. Now, there's new research as well that the way people work and uh, live is very different today than it was, say, a decade ago. Some people take like a two-year career gap or some people take extended parental leave. So for those who have interrupted work patterns, 
or maybe they've started a business. What do they do so that they are not far from that estimate you gave of between, you know, 400,000 and 700,000 come retirement? The best thing that they can do is to get advice. And, you know, most super funds offer a basic advice service at no additional charge. Virgin Money Super definitely does. You can get uh, what we call simple super advice. And then if you want some more complex advice, they also offer that for a, a small fee. But the starting point in that situation would always be get some advice. Get professional financial advice. And super funds offer that already, isn't it? Like it's within, because a lot of people, we do pay admin fee, we pay other fees, and that's included. It's like a service that's yep. provided. That's right. But I know that it cannot be specific or it, it's broadly general or is it personal? There are limitations. Yeah, there are li- sorts of limitations to it. It is. It doesn't go into your full personal circumstances. So it will be uh, uh, non-personal advice or what we call simple super advice. Uh, and it is available without any additional charge. As I said, Virgin Money Super definitely has that offering. If you do want to get into more complex topics, then we can go into personal advice and it will be personal. There will be what we call a statement of advice provided. And for that, there is generally a service fee charged on top of what you would normally pay. Amazing. Amazing. I think that's that's great. And I don't think a lot of people know that. Now, we, we have to call it a day there. We've covered so much and I do appreciate each and every one of our listeners who's um, hang on for dear life and making sure they understand super. And there's really more of all that good stuff uh, through your website, which is virginmoney.com.au. And this episode definitely about retirement, superannuation. We've done this in partnership with Virgin Super. Now, I know this is stating the obvious, but this is general information. I don't know your personal circumstances. So if you need individual advice, you do have to seek the information from a professional financial advisor. So now, thank you so much again for joining us today, Christopher. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Now, before we go, don't forget that if you enjoy listening to the Friends With Money podcast, we'd love for you to recommend it to your own friends or family, or you can help us out by leaving a review on iTunes or the Apple podcast app. A five-star rating will not go astray. You can also send in any questions, comments, or even topics you'd love for us to cover through our dedicated email, which is podcast at moneymag.com.au. And finally, I know I say this all the time, but please check out moneymag.com.au for all our financial news and stories. That's it for this episode. I'm Michelle Baltazar. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Friends With Money podcast. For credible, independent and easy to understand financial commentary, visit moneymag.com.au. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and further independent advice and research based on your personal circumstances should be sought before making an investment decision. The information provided in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal financial situation, needs, or objectives. Please consider your own personal financial circumstances and consider the relevant disclosure documents, including the target market determination, before making any decisions about your superannuation.